I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 244 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have a great guest to bring you guys today. TJ Hushmanzada is a retired NFL veteran wide receiver who spent most of his playing career with the Cincinnati Bengals. He also spent time with the Seahawks, Ravens, and the Raiders. He is now a very insightful NFL analyst. TJ will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And if you guys are enjoying my Dads of the NFL episodes, you got to lock it in for next month. I have several NFL Hall of Famers lined up who will be joining me here. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out just which ones. I also have just some incredible dads I'm going to be announcing very soon. You guys will be blown away by who's going to be joining me on the podcast. So make sure you follow me at Alec underscore Lace over there on Instagram. Next week, I got five bangers coming your way as well, including a Major League Baseball player, an entrepreneur, an artist, another NFLer, and of course... Another Frogman Friday, so be sure you follow me for all those announcements. Tomorrow is Friday, and I have former Navy SEAL Chris Gomez joining me here for a Frogman Friday special. I have received some great feedback from yesterday's interview with Black Hawk Down pilot Mike Durant. If you missed out on that one, do yourself a favor, flip it back one episode and check it out. Okay, and it's back to school night for all four of my kids tonight, two of which are in Catholic school, two are in public both schools decided to have back-to-school night on the same day, uh, so my wife and I are going to divide and conquer and figure this out. I know many of you guys have your back-to-school nights coming up, so best of luck with that. And don't forget, time is running out for you to take advantage with my partnership here with Manscaped. Get over to manscaped.com and use my promo code FATHER to save 20% off their awesome products, plus you get free shipping. And since we have another NFL dad here on the show today, if you guys plan on taking your kids to any NFL games this year, why not save $20 on me? Buy your tickets at SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code FIRSTCLASS, one word, FIRSTCLASS, and FIRSTCLASS Fatherhood listeners save $20 on their tickets. All right, so let's go, dads. Please let every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list know about the show that is celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me, and I'll be right back with TJ Hushmanzada. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, First Class Fatherhood is being brought to you today by Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They sent me their lawnmower 2.0, and I wish they had something like this years ago. I can't tell you how many times I've nicked my nuggets in the shower while shaving, and you definitely don't want to be using the same razor on your face that you're using down there on the two amigos. The lawnmower 2.0 is an electric trimmer with skin-safe technology. It's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. So let's go, dad. Right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are getting 20% off their entire order, plus free shipping by using the promo code FATHER. Go to manscaped.com, enter the promo code FATHER at the checkout, save 20% off, and get free shipping. Manscaped.com, promo code FATHER. All right, joining me now is a First Class Father. He played his college ball at Oregon State University, winning the Fiesta Bowl there in 2001 and was drafted later that year by the Cincinnati Bengals. In 2007, he led the NFL in receptions and was elected to the Pro Bowl. It is so cool for me to say, T.J. Hushmanzada, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. 
It's my pleasure, man. Glad to be with you. All right, let's start right here. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? I got four kids, man, uh, three daughters. The oldest one is 18, soon to be 19. Um, then I have a 16-year-old, soon to be 17. I have a 7-year-old, and I have a 5-year-old. So it's girl, 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 boy. Wow, yeah, I got the reverse order. I got four myself. We had our three boys, then we got the girl on the end. Hey, well, yep, quite the reversal. <laughs> um, what type of uh, sports or activities are they all into? So my daughters, uh, grow up, they started playing sports, I'm going to guess, when they were eight. Um, played soccer for a few years and then transitioned into softball. Um, and so now we pretty <laughs> – Softball is like the sport of the house now. You know, my older daughter started playing it, and it was once you get the travel ball, it pretty much just consumes you. You're practicing hours upon hours on the weekend. You're playing games hours upon hours on the weekend. Um, and you pretty much have to, to compete and, and get better at your skill set at, at that sport. And so that's what I've been doing in softball. Um, my seven-year-old daughter, um, she wants to play softball. My son has been at nothing but softball games, so obviously he wants to play baseball. So, um, yeah, we're, we're a sporting family, that's for sure. Now, do you get involved with coaching any of the teams at all, or do you, uh, you know, enjoy it more from the sideline? No, my 16-year-old daughter, I actually coached the team, her softball team. And, you know, I'm, we're pretty damn good. We are <laughs> – we are really good, actually. We, um, one of the top teams in the country, uh, I would say 80 to 85% of the girls on my team are committed to Power Five conference schools. They have scholarships. Um, we're a very competitive team. Yeah, I started coaching just going to practices and seeing them do certain things. And I'm like, no, I don't care if you're a girl or not. Athletes don't move this way. This is how you're supposed to move. I don't care if you're a girl or a boy. You need to move a certain way. And so I started coaching the team and kind of learned as they learned. And we're good. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, TJ, please, just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Um, played 12 years in the NFL, uh, nine with the Bengals. And then I played with Seattle, Baltimore, and uh, the Raiders. And now I work at Fox Sports. Yeah, very cool. And, and how did the experience of becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Well, it's you're concerned about more than just yourself. And so the, the well-being of others is your priority. At least it's my priority to being a father. And so... My kids come first, so there, there's nothing that will go on with my kids. That one that I'm not aware of, it's to navigate through a problem. We're there, myself and my wife. Uh, we're going to talk to them about real-life situations, especially my daughter going to college. I'm going to talk to her about how boys are. My daughter's a beautiful young lady. And so I'm going to tell you how I was in college, and things don't change. These boys are going to be the same way. This is what goes on in the locker room. This is what talk, this is what is talked about in the locker room. And so I, I like the, the analogy I give my daughter is I'm giving you the answers to the test before you take the test. Don't fail it. Yeah, so I, I like that. that that's, that. That's what I do. I mean, I talk to my daughter, and I've been talking to them about boys since they were 12 or 13 years old, so there's nothing a boy can do that can, quote, unquote, gain my daughter. You're not going to 
sweet talk my daughter. You're not going to buy my daughter X, Y, and Z because she's already had it. So you're going to have to come more than with the looks and, and the financial aspects of it. And they, they've been taught that from an early age. Yeah, it's definitely one of the, you know, my, my daughter is the youngest. She's my baby. She's only four. It's definitely one of the concerns I have already at this young stage. And it's one of the reasons why I'm kind of prepping my, my boys in, in a sense of what to look out for her to keep them exactly. on guard. They'll, they'll, she'll see. She'll see how your boys are. She'll see how your boys' friends are. And if they're great guys, she'll have great examples of what a guy should be. And if they're not great guys, when it comes to treating girls and women the right way, she'll see exactly what it shouldn't be. And so either way, she's going she's gonna to see it. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm also using that kind of with my boys to say, hey, treat, treat girls as, the, as your sister, as you want her to be treated. So I kind of use it in that way, too, to guide them. And that you wouldn't you treat somebody the way you would want somebody to treat your sister? I mean, exactly. it's tough, man. They're, they're, they're eventually... Um, they're going to be on their own. They're going to be women. Um, your boys will be men, and all you can do is try to impart um, the right things upon them. You know, I, I teach my son, you conduct yourself with integrity. You make sure you're doing the right things when nobody's watching because that, that's what being a good person is about. You know, you handle yourself the right way. You treat everybody with respect. You believe in yourself, and that's in anything you do in life. And so for me, I mean, when I take my kids to the school every day, my younger ones now, we pretty much have a routine of it's kind of just like self-building, self-confidence building, and we knock it out, you know. What is integrity? They tell me the meaning of that. You know, have confidence and self-belief in yourself. You know, treat people with respect. You know, don't bully anybody. Don't let anybody bully you type of thing. And it's in there every day, every day. And there's some days I'll forget my son will be like, Dad, you didn't ask me. And so he, he's, he's used to it now, and, and that's what I want. I want it to become a habit for him to where he's 10, 11 years old now. He's not thinking about that. He's, he's been told it for so many years. Now it's a part of him. It's a habit. It's who he is. Yeah, that's good stuff, TJ. And, and how about as far as the discipline goes? Well, what type of disciplinarian are you as a father? Well, it kind of just depends, you know, with the girl. Obviously, with my first daughter, I have a first daughter uh, going into my senior year in college, so... I kind of learned on the fly. Um, she probably uh, didn't like that I was learning on the fly. I'm not. I'm big on discipline, but I'm, I'm not big into spanking my kids. And I'm probably more of a yeller than I should be. Not anymore. I'm talking my first couple of uh, kids because learning on the fly. Uh, it's just be respectful. You can speak your mind. You, you can tell me if I'm doing something that you don't like, you can tell me. You're going to tell me in a respectful way, and I'm going to tell you why I don't agree with you or why I do agree with you. Um, we have a good dialogue in our house. As, as long as you're respectful, as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do school-wise, um, you're cleaning up after yourself, we're not going to have any problems. And for the most part, um, we haven't. Yeah, yeah, well said. And, and you know, I, I'm curious to ask you, just because you have four like I do, for my wife and I, uh, that transition of going from two to three was the most challenging for us. Well, what would you say was the most uh, presented the, the biggest challenge for you as far as going from what number, uh, you know, denomination of kids? All right, Dad, the NFL season is now upon us, and the Major League Baseball season is winding down. There is no better time to take your kids to the ball game, and First Class Fatherhood listeners can save $20 off their tickets on SeatGeek.com by using my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word. First class. 
Maybe you want to see a concert or a Broadway show. Save 20 bucks on the tickets on SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. It's a slam dunk deal, dads. SeatGeek.com, promo code FIRSTCLASS. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. It, it, it was it was tough. You know, for us, I don't know people might laugh at this, but our first two kids, literally, our first daughter, she had her own room. She slept in her own room for about two months. So then it became three people in the bed, being my wife and, and my first one. Then the second one came. We got four in the bed. We slept four in the bed to my oldest one to literally two months before my third daughter was born. So my oldest one was 11. My second one was nine. And we were sleeping four people in the bed. They would not sleep in their own room. And so that was an adjustment when the third one was born. A couple months before my wife gave birth, they kind of went off in their own room because it was like they knew they were going to get touched out. And so that was probably the biggest adjustment because I was able to move around more in the sleep. It felt awkward. It was a little odd that I didn't have to kind of sleep and be concerned of who was next to me. Now the baby comes. Now you got to get back in that. But we're we're a close family, man. If we go out to eat, like me and my wife, we don't spend a lot of time just me and her, and I know that's not the norm. We go out to eat, me and my wife, we take the kids with us just because we're that side of a family. We go on vacation, our kids come with us. It's if you see me and my wife, you're going to see our kids not too far behind. Um, everything we do, we include them in everything we do. Yeah, very cool. I love that. I'm the same way. And how about one thing that's very challenging for a lot of the parents right now because of the, because of the gap of all this technology that the kids are growing up with as opposed to what we did, um, how do you kind of handle or monitor technology in your home? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big stickler on, I'll get off the phone, I'll get off the computer, I'll get off the iPad. If you're doing what you have to do now, I will say this, my seven-year-old is really, really, really technology savvy. She really understands how to work all these devices, um, more so than any of my children. I have to tell her, like, okay, you've been on these devices a little too long, you got to get off. Um, and she'll get off sometimes, she'll say, why? Because you've been on long enough, that type of thing. Um but yeah, we're not we're not real disciplinarians with with that type of stuff. As long as what you're watching is in uh, awful content, then then we're cool with it. Yeah, very, very well said. And one thing that I do like to ask the dads that I get on here that are former NFL players is because it's a big decision for a lot of dads. They struggle with whether or not to let their kids play tackle football, uh, contact football, just because of all the stuff with the CTE. What's your opinion on it? Like, when is a good age, or how do you feel about young kids playing contact football? Um, for, for me, uh, if my son wants to play football, I'm going to allow him to play. I won't prevent him from doing something that he wants to do. Um, I will not let him play tackle football more than likely before he enters high school, maybe in eighth grade. That's a possibility. Uh, if there's so much emphasis on health and safety with football now that when my kid is old enough to get to high school and college, it's going to be even better. And so just the awareness of what's going on in football and the hard hits and the tackling and with your head up, and it, there's just too much awareness now. We I didn't come up with that awareness, and a lot of guys did. And so with the awareness now, I mean, it's football couldn't be any safer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I know that there's a lot of more advancements with the helmets that they're coming out with. I had Jordan Palmer on the show, and he's involved with one of those uh, helmet uh, oh, companies Vices. that are. Yeah. Vices, yes. I mean, it's just 
just just the awareness within itself, the technology. It's football is safer than it's ever been, and you you get it. The parents, you don't want your son to get hurt, but if they're taught how to play the right way, I mean, you should be fine. But there, there's always going to be instances and cases where somebody or someone that's not the case, but for the most part, the percentages of really, really hurting yourself are going to be very small. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and how about for you, CJ? How was the uh, transition for you from the field to the studio? What has that been like for you? I enjoy it. Um, I like to talk. Uh, I really pay attention to all sports, um, especially football. Regardless if I was doing this, I would be paying attention to sports anyway. Um, but I get paid to talk about it. I love it. I enjoy it. Um, and then I get to coach my daughter's softball team, and it doesn't hurt that I get to coach them, and we're good. And I get to spend a lot of time with my daughter in the process. Yeah, that, that's so awesome, too. And, and I know that you're, you're ahead of me here in the game. I know I got a lot of these. My, my oldest is 13, so we're just on the onset here of the teenage years. But what was the experience like for you um, when your daughter first got her license and started driving? What was that experience like? Nerve-wracking. Uh, <laughs> it was a it was a lot of uh practicing with her, driving with her and why are you getting so close? Come on, slow down. You can't turn that slow, somebody's gonna hit you. So it was just a lot of just making sure she knew what to do, she knew how to drive. Now my oldest one, she she's a great driver. My youngest one just got her license about uh, late last year. Um, she's a good driver. It would just be a little more driving with her to make sure she kind of knows what she's doing. Um, she'll be getting her own car here soon. And out here in L.A. traffic, you you, you got to be a really good driver where we're at. It's too much traffic. It's a lot of bumper to bumper, a lot of stop and go. Um, and, and so it's a it's tough, man, because just giving them driving lessons, uh, they start to get frustrated because you're telling them what to do so much. But it's a part of growing up, part of life. Yeah, and I'm sure they're learning on a slightly different uh, type of car than you did. What, what was what was your first car, TJ? The first car I ever had was a uh, was a '84 '85 Cutlass Supreme. So right. yeah, they they're driving much better cars than I've ever had a chance to drive at their age. <laughs> uh, very cool. All right, what kind of uh, plans or goals do you have here coming up for yourself for the future here? Oh man, I, I'm really a. a I don't put a lot of pressure on myself, man. I just kind of live life as it comes. Um, my my goals is, is is about my kids. Grow up, be successful women, men in this world, um, have a nice family. Um, Lord willing, God willing, uh, live a healthy life. Don't care what you have. Don't care what materialistic things you may have and the amount of money you have. Uh, if you don't have great health, it's all for nothing. And, and so... So we do, man. As long as my kids can grow up, live a great life, uh, be healthy, have great families, you treat people the right way, that, that's all I care about. Yeah, well said. All right, last thing I'm going to hit you with here, TJ, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new father or for that about-to-be dad who's out there listening? Uh, don't worry about it. it. You'll learn as you go. Um, you'll make some mistakes as you go. But you'll learn from those mistakes. Uh, parenthood is... At times, when you're young, it can be a pain in the ass if you have a crybaby as a child. But it's it's so rewarding just to see them grow up and mature. That that part of it is the best. It, it's it's very rewarding to be a parent, man. For me, I, I 
I enjoy it. I didn't know my father growing up, and then that could be why I make it a point to be at everything that my kids do, but I enjoy being a father. It's very rewarding. Yeah, right on. I love the message. Uh, this has been an honor for me. i got to say, T.J. Hushmanzada, you're a first-class father, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on first-class fatherhood. Man, I appreciate you for having me. Keep it going, man. You're doing a great thing, Alex. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to TJ Hushmanzada for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM over on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in tomorrow. We got a Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood. Former Navy SEAL Chris Gomez will be here with me. And make sure you lock it into my Instagram account, at Alec underscore Lace, to find out who will be joining me next week. I got five episodes coming at you, each one a banger. All right, that's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we are not just fathers. We are first class fathers.